I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Are you serious? Plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Right now, you're killing some time with us. I'm Marcus Bronzi. I'm Funk Butcher. I would like to call myself a broadcaster, presenter, and producer of TV stuff mainly and radio type stuff. I wouldn't call myself a music producer. I realized very early on in my career when I started saying the producer word, ladies looked at me differently and it was also, it was a good kind of differently. (laughs) <laughs> do you find when people find out you're involved in music people cast a different eye on you yes <laughs> so, <laughs> so political right, the reason I'm talking about this funk is because Steve Lacey is a producer member of the band called The Internet and he produced uh, the beat for Kendrick Lamar's Pride from his latest record album Damn and I believe he almost put some strings in other parts of the album as well mm-hmm he uses he mainly uses GarageBand on his phone to record and tweak his audio. Now, GarageBand is a free app available if you've got an iPhone, if you've got an iMac. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, is the iMac one free? <sighs> Billy, can you just double check before you die of, of coughing fit? Can you just check if the, the Mac version is free? But the iPhone one is free, I know it is. Uh, yeah, GarageBand comes with your Mac. So yeah. free, it's definitely a free program. Mm-hmm. It's still free. So he can record, uh, mix other things in use plugins as well and share a song using email facebook youtube soundcloud airdrop whatever so it's quite interesting that he uses GarageBand, which is free and this piece of kit called the irig which basically turns your phone into like a, a recording device but you mm. can like plug in guitars and stuff mm. and an irig which is like a couple hundred dollars 150 quid mm-hmm. and an iphone and garage band that's all he needs to produce. Mm-hmm. As somebody who produces, and I know you're a fan of technology, hence you've been part of the How to Kill Now gang. What, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you now realise that people are putting content that is genuinely... Because you always hear people say, oh, you can record an album or a movie on your iPhone. Mm-hmm. But people are genuinely recording stuff on their phone that is making it into world-class music or, <clears throat> or, or music that is very popular across the world. What do I personally think? Yeah. I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not one of the from the school of protectionism and trying to keep this our thing and you don't know music yeah so I'm going to do the ad-libs of them while Fung talks about it <laughs> so I'm of have you even seen a record yeah I'm of the belief that music should be all inclusive and the way you do that is on some level you remove all price barriers whatsoever yeah. and yeah. this and we're kind of getting there the, the fact that you've got these free apps and 
people finding workarounds. I mean, even before the free apps, people were doing naughty stuff anyway. We're finding cracked copies. What, what's a cracked uh, copy? <laughs> like a, a pirate. What's a pirate? Uh, an illegal. What's an illegal? <laughs> <laughs> so people were finding um, um, illegal downloaded versions of their chosen software and whatnot. So there was always a point in time when things became digital that um, producers, prospective producers, weren't paying for their their stuff anyway. Um the fact that things have kind of the the price points have got lower and lower and lower. I mean, even now the price of logic is considerably cheaper than what it used to be. I think logic is under 200 pound, about 150 or 170. And I think it used to be in like the 300, 400 pound mark mm. when you used to have the USB uh, key. I think that was logic seven. Um, but again, it's, it's great because it's all inclusive. What you might find is that, some people will feel threatened because what's that one 200 pound yeah um so you just, you so just googled a price 200 two, quid yeah 200 pound for logic pro 10 um what you find is that some people might feel threatened by the fact that new exciting blood is coming into an area which was pre- previously been um kind of um sectioned off due to the 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 expense of some of the hardware gear, some of the outboard gear, which is kind of like running into the thousands, hundreds of thousands. There's monitors, which are speakers, which are ref- which, you, which some engineers use for reference, that cost in the region of 40 grand. Yeah. Speakers. Speakers, people, which aren't used in clubs, they're used in studios. So the money in, in, in terms of some on the engineering side of music is ridiculous. So that's all right. If you get 400 speakers for that cost, I'm all right. There's 400 <laughs> speakers in that set, yeah? So, I mean, I guess if you have... Sp- I take it there's not 400 speakers in that no, set, though. No, One? Yeah. For one? Yeah. Shit yeah. me. Yeah. So what you're finding is that if you have spent 40K, 40 nicker on um, a speaker, singular, not plural, speaker, yeah, and then some little kid comes along, mixes down a great track in his bedroom, and it goes number one. Yeah, I can see where the resentment can build, but that's not that that kid's fault, kind of thing. At the end of the it's day, your fault. Yeah. At the, <laughs> yeah. End, at the end of the day, there are some people making amazing slap up meals in in five star Michelin restaurants, and there's other people that can um, get a good bit of grub down the chicken shop for two ninety nine. Yeah. So, wow, I. St- it's very interesting that, that you should say that because, you know, I, I kind of know that you have that opinion on things and you've always been someone who's like, you know what, technology is an amazing thing. It enables you to do so much more. Like, yeah. the, like you said, the more tech there is, the less you need in a studio, mm-hmm. which kind of means that in some scenarios, there's less space for distraction. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I saw a brilliant clip online the other day. Um, I retweeted it from, um, who did I see it first? Strangers are from Melanie Black from All Saints. Mm-hmm. Shouts to Melanie. She follows me. Yeah. Um, she retweeted this clip from um, one of my favourite artists of all time he's just just a legend uh, Mr Rick James and mm-hmm. um, Mr Rick James was being interviewed I think outside some award show and he was asked the question of what he felt about the current state of sampling and I guess prior to that someone would have said that he would have been against it it's kind of um, bastardising his art form that he's 
taken so long to perfect and learn. He's a, a real musician, but he was all for it. And he's basically said that sampling and which is kind of now led on to the, the digital age of music is become as a direct result of funds being cut in schools where young children would have been introduced to instruments and would have learned. Now the resourcefulness has just been directed or redirected into different areas, kind of um, forcing the next generation of musicians to kind of use the computer to kind of generate sounds. Hence yeah. the kind of the growth of hip hop. That was a mm. generation of people. Yes, they had a political message, but what they were doing is that they were using their mums and dads old records kind of, and just creating something out of nothing. Yeah. And I think that's what we're at now where people have the software and maybe they want the strings and the simps and the pie. Yeah. I know Billy's dying, man. It was that like cough to the sky that like you're calling your God. <laughs> so yeah so i mean um it's just a way that the ingenuity of a generation kind of develops itself and shows its shows its face yeah. uh, and um the interesting thing is what's going to happen next after what are people going to be making sounds with what are we making music with after that plug your head into a computer yeah Think the tune yeah and the tune just appears yeah i'm not uh, do you know what <laughs> i'm not even going to argue against you maybe 10 years ago that would have sound absolutely crazy and um bordering on lunacy but now we're, we're kind of getting there that's that is the cheapest option if you can plug an auxiliary <laughs> lead press record into your nostril yeah that's it a usb in your left nostril and an auxiliary lead out as well <laughs> to get the sound so the usb will just pick up all the little production tweaks yeah why the hell not you could sing with yeah. it as well if it could yeah. record your voice yeah you just think about it mariah what? carey would be in tune all the time <laughs> she needs it <laughs> so yeah i mean what what say you then to those like when you're in a real life conversation and somebody starts saying to you are oh, funk these kids nowadays technology no, no, no. Like, how do you react to that? Because I, I kind of tend to wind up people like that. Like yeah, when I have conversations when there's people that are like, <laughs> they try and have that conversation with me and tell me that a record sounds better. Yeah. Than a than like a digital version of a tune. It's, it's ridiculous. And it's like, and uh, and I'll I'll, I'll, I'll I'll let you know why, listener, because um, records deteriorate really mm -hmm, quickly, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and also they like you know as lovely as they sound, they might not print perfectly. So then, for starters you've got something that could be damaged. Then if you're in a club and a guy's put them in, pulled them in and out of his bag and some needle has been rubbing them up, up and down, yeah. it messes up the sound. So even though like people like the crackle of a record, that might not necessarily be how, like I know Mozart didn't record a crackle no. when he wrote like a, a, his, his like, you know, best bits of work. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So um, records, they deteriorate in sound. So it's really interesting when I hear people go, records sound better. Yeah. I'm like, they sound different. Yeah. But I don't know if they necessarily sound better. Plus, they're a bitch to carry if you've got to carry a hundred, hundred of them. I remember when I used to do gigs, yeah. I used to carry 200 records with me. Yeah. And I'd had no internet. So yeah. those had to, I had to make sure I selected good records. But you had a wide back? I had a wide back. <laughs> and I used to have to be prepared to get a lot of, of, of bad looks if there was no side entrance to the DJ booth because I had yeah. to smash up some knees with the old record boxes because yeah. old record boxes used to be like bulletproof, basically, because yeah. you wanted to protect your records in there. Crazy. So yeah. yeah, what do you say when pe people go like to you, oh, funk, you know, kids nowadays, uh, you know, uh, technology. I use old school analog things like an MPC. <laughs> yeah. Generally, that nowadays I can't 
be bothered to kind of engage in is that it? kind of because I know where it's going to go. They're going to dig their heels in because it's an elitist argument. They obviously want to protect the very nature of or, or, of of where they've come up from in music. Yeah. Nah. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And obviously they can do that by stay, staying that because that gear, that method of playing, it's not around anymore. It's expensive so, as well. So it's kind of like a, um, it's, it's, it's like a cheap shot. Mm-hmm. Because that person that you're talking to can't go back in time to experience that. They yeah. can't They can't purchase that hardware anymore. So it's yeah. a cheap shot. Yeah. To turn around and say, oh, but this isn't, um, this isn't kind of an original 808 machine that you're, you're like, you, we're using the real Roland 303 or the real um, Roland 808 machine here. That's just a, a simulation 909 sound there. We're using the real SP1 or whatever kind of thing. I lost you after 808. <laughs> but yes. So when you're kind of referencing all this hardware gear which is kind of defunct now um you see what they did defunct Defunct. (laughs) so you're you're clearly putting yourself in a position where that person can't get to Mm. it's as outdated as a delorean kind of thing it's just like someone turns around and drops in the air but i had a delorean you can't really come back because you can't buy a delorean anywhere or Mm. or even if you you can the price is ridiculous because it's just the company folded Alright, fair enough. Well, oh, thank you very much for that fun. So, Garage Band, yes. Are we? Are you going to try and make a hit on it next? Uh, hits, you switch over, try it out. The thing with Garage Band, Garage Band, pretty much. Does, I've always understood Garage Band to be the, the you, you know the 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 little younger brother that couldn't afford the name brand gear. That was Garage Band to Logic, right? Yeah. So that's how I've always understood it. Like Garage Band was the the one with the 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 no labels on the clothes. It was all right. It was nice. Get a few girls looking at him, but he wasn't doing what Logic was doing. Okay, so Garage Band is me. It's a bit Marcus <laughs> Brunzi, and Logic's a bit Funk Butcher. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> there's there's yeah. <laughs> not messing about. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Yeah, but um, again, it's amazing what you find out what some people have used to kind of get some of their chart success. When some people turn around and say, "Oh, 
yeah, I use Fruity Loops, which is another one, which has kind of taken a lot of stick over the years. Yeah. Because it's seen as um, inferior. I think it's a case of a bad name, Fruity Loops. Yeah. Like, bad name for production software. Yeah. Great name for cereal. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, yeah. But, you know, loads of hits are made. That's also a great name for um, a program on mental health. Yeah. <laughs> like a quirky one. Like a six-part comedy drama. Fruity comedy Loops. drama. Yeah, yeah, Fruity Loops. Now I'm talking about a real program, as in when okay. the the NHS roll out, like we we send. <laughs> that's what we send. So the, your doctor gives you a pres- like, send you a letter to a specialist, and you go, "Hey, you've been invited to Fruity Loops, <laughs> Fruity Loops six month course." But wow. um, uh, I I don't know where the stigma came from that one. I guess it was the the user interface, the little okay. coloured. You can't have colour when you're when you're making something so serious as music, the the, mm. the screen needs to be intimidating. That's yeah. that's like Excel. When you look at Excel, <laughs> it's the it's the layout of the screen that makes it look uh, it's like a horror film. Yeah. I mean I will say this though. I will say this. Some of those old school programs and yeah. like old school vibes like turntables and stuff like that. Yeah. They do look cool though. Oh yeah. Like when do. somebody fires up a big ass fifteen screen studio. Yeah. They really could just be playing like a song through the auxiliary, yeah? But what's when pissing people off now is that obviously a lot of this old school stuff is coming back and that's pissing off the old guard because they're just like, hey, 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 now that cheap shot that I was using to say that this is a bygone era that you can never, ever access again, I can't even say that anymore. Uh, but there's one line that they can still say. Go like, on. Oh, like, for example, there's a new 808 that comes out, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, but it don't sound the same. <laughs> don't sound the same. Don't sound the same. So yeah, anyway, let's move on. So the internet, it's like a human right. Mm-hmm. I believe in some places it is officially a human right to have access to the internet. Mm-hmm. It's also something that I feel we need, a bit like air. You know what I mean? The day, like, imagine not having the internet for a minute. Be all right, yeah. I guess. Air, probably be dead. Yeah. But an hour, you're struggling. I always Just, find it weird when the government has a pledge where they say, we aim to roll out 4G across the whole of the country. I'm just like, don't you want to make sure everyone gets fed or food? Yeah. <laughs> people, yeah. people eat, uh, are going to food banks, but you're worried about everyone having 4G? Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, well, this is actually, you know what? You've, you've kind of you've kind of touched on quite an interesting subject yeah. there, Funk, because to, to help save lives in times of natural disasters, Facebook have designed a tether antenna, which is a small unmanned helicopter drone that hooks onto... Uh, undamaged fiber and power lines when when the cellular infrastructure is damaged but the fiber lines in the area still work so they can't get access because something's gone down like a powerhouse mm-hmm. but they can the lines still work um connects to it and then we'll hover a few hundred feet from the ground and provide internet okay for like months at a time so if your leg is trapped you can take an instagram picture and see how many likes you can get just just in case just in case. So when that building falls on you, you have enough internet just to get the last few lacks in before you pass into the other world. <laughs> Hashtag disaster. <laughs> My goodness. So Facebook, one of the richest companies in the world, says when there's problems, they won't just... <laughs> <laughs> well, others are delivering aid. Yeah. Like, you know, lentils, rice. Yeah. Water mm-hmm. that's clean, yeah. Clothing, they'll deliver internet. We'll give you data. I mean, internet's good to communicate with the world. I mean, you, I suppose you could let people know that you're safe. 
Yeah. It makes it easy. If there is internet, everyone could log into Facebook. Maybe say you had to run out of your house and leave all your possessions. You could log into Facebook and say, hey, everyone, hey, I'm okay. Yeah. Uh, you could use it to distribute, like, you know, shots of people saying, look, have you seen this guy? Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. You're, you don't look convinced. I'm looking I'm at your face. You're thinking, yeah. yeah. So there are, I, I suppose there's an argument for for internet yeah. in times of great disaster. Are you just trying to lay it down that maybe it shouldn't be the priority? Yeah, I mean, w- <laughs> when I'm there pinned underneath like a 20-ton lorry and I'm, I need the insulin, I don't need the, the, the Wi-Fi password. How are you going to get hold of someone to give you that insulin if you got insulin? Oh, oh, Billy with the haymaker. Yeah, I mean, like, what what if emergency services could use... But I only need one person, Billy. I only need one person to save my life. I don't need internet. I, I really don't. I just need that person to come and... How are they going to get there without you calling them? They'll use the, the internet that's already there that found me in the first place. Don't send the drone, send yourself. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know I, I would would you want so if there was an emergency so yeah. say the nuke dropped on London and we weren't all fried in, in like the, the the first few seconds would you want internet or no no you wouldn't want to find out if anyone's alright your family and that oh so if if it dropped on me so say all of a sudden okay. now lights went out yeah we heard the sirens after you sampled that siren and made your next hit tune yeah. out of it, <laughs> yeah. Would you want internet though to contact that? No, contact those, right? no. <laughs> Why not? Because this is the thing. Unless do you know what's going to happen now. After uh, uh, again, how to kill now is very influential, and I bet you from this point onwards, scriptwriters are going to start factoring this into their disaster movie. So it's not going to be any more running when there's that giant tsunami or the meteorite. People will be tweeting on the internet using. <laughs> That's what they're going to do first before they start running. Because logically, that is a part of, of, of self-preservation. Letting everyone know, hey, I, I, I'm, I'm alive. Are, are you alive? Uh, uh, prove to me you're alive. Tweet me. Show me your location. <laughs> Send me a picture. Snapchat me. Oh, uh, I mean, certain times, um, like the, the, the kind of the instinct of self-preservation is kind of getting eroded. That... That normality of 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 kind of like being expedient and just getting the hell out of there, that is getting eroded where we feel like we need to kind of let everyone know that we're okay or whatever. I'm I'm like I'm gonna be like the Revenant, Revenant nine thousand. You you think you you see I'm gonna be not <laughs> I'm gonna be cutting open bears, climbing in them, eating eating other humans that, that are on their way out. Remember that film Alive? Eating tweeters. Yeah, remember remember oh, Alive? Oh, that was sick. Yeah, when they, when they, the plane crashed. Billy, this was before your time, Billy. There was a plane that crashed into the mountains and you had to eat. You don't know films, Billy. There yeah. you go. You don't know films <laughs> like I know films, Billy. And you had, to, you had to eat his friends, Billy, where you had to eat his friends because they weren't dead yet. Mm. But I'm talking about that kind of um, raw survival technique, not the internet. Having, I, I mean, surely they could be putting that money into a satellite which detects any kind of movement and then just sending help there. Satellites. Rather, yeah. Okay. Something something more, um, what's it called? More sophisticated than a satellite as in, okay. as in terms of it detects motion and it just sends people there. So maybe not customer-facing internet, but internet to help yeah. service providers. I mean, there is another scenario, like an end-of-the-world sort of, you know, the day after tomorrow sort of tsunami hitting yeah. the world environment where technology yeah. could help you. I could foresee 
you know, if I, if I knew that it was going to be dangerous in the ends mm -hmm. or in the area that, that we make how to kill an hour and, and there was going to be stampedes of people mm. running, people don't think logically sometimes. So like you said, they might run or they might tweet and stuff. I think I'd have a very high success rate if I tried to call an Uber to drive me away from a situation. I think an Uber XL... <laughs> I think an Uber XL is a great way out of an emergency situation. <laughs> they have water, water yeah. bottles, yeah. yeah, space. Yeah. They have the AUX lead as well, yeah. so I could just, you know, pump tunes. Is Uber XL the one where they, people can jump in with you? Yeah, of course. Plenty of room. Uh, I'll, I'll yeah. be locking the doors, man. Oh, you're tired. You're cold like that, yeah? Yeah, I'll be locking the doors. Fair enough. All right. Anyway, <laughs> let's wrap this one up. There's, there's loads of ways to kill an hour out there. Thank you for killing this bit of time <laughs> with me, Marcus Bronzy. And me, Funk Butcher. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.